Welcome, everyone, to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host, Dave Bell, 428-9494 is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Monday, everybody. You know, I've, I've, I've noticed it now. It's official. I can tell when it's Monday, and I can tell when it's Friday by how I introduce this show. There was way more enthusiasm right now than there will be on Friday, because <laughs> by Friday, I'm tired and I'm ready to go home. But today I'm rejuvenated. Well, I shouldn't be. We were traveling this weekend. It wasn't bad. We had to take our grandson. Our grandson had been for a visit, so we brought him home to mom, and and we did that over the weekend. And oof. that trip to yeah, that trip to Tucson gets longer and longer. I don't know how that happens. It was a <laughs> hop, skip, and a jump uh, before, and now it's it's like crossing the. Uh, crossing the west for the gold rush it just seems like it goes on forever i, I can't it, it can't be me it can't be me getting old it just can't uh i hope everybody had a great weekend we did it was fun to be with the grandson uh but it's even more fun to give him back to mom <laughs> we just spoiled him and gave him back that's all that's that's what we do uh, my guest today mark and nona harrington uh, thank you both for being here. And they're nodding uh, knowingly about grandchildren. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful. It certainly is. We're, we're grateful to be here, Dave. And love love having them and love giving them back. It's just the best. <laughs> it, it wasn't like that with our kids, was it? We actually had to have rules and stuff. <laughs> not, not now. Not now. You want to jump in the bed? Have a ball. <laughs> Boy, my kids would look sideways at me if I let them jump on the bed. <laughs> Something's wrong with dad. Call an ambulance. Um, I'm so glad you guys were here. I was looking at this the other day because I got the notice from the Chamber of Commerce. Um, but then I saw that you guys were coming in and I thought, oh, great. We can really talk about it. The giving machines are coming back. They it, are. I am so excited about this. We are really excited. We're grateful to have them back. Um, so for those that aren't aware, what are the giving machines? The giving machines are um, a way for us uh, during the holiday season. Uh, and this year we have them from the 2nd of December to the 14th of December, a way to be able to um, give in a Christ-like way to people all over the world and locally um, to donate so that people can have a better way of life. I, I, I want to be honest. I, I try not to fool anybody. We talked about this a little bit before we went on the air, and I said I have a problem with the giving machines, uh, and it's, it's a serious problem. It's that it's only here for two weeks because I love this concept. The idea of a vending machine where you donate is brilliant and i truly do believe i think this should be a nobel peace prize qualifying idea cool i really do because you're as you said you're supporting the entire world it, it, you can do it locally you can do it globally it doesn't matter which way you want to go uh you're encouraging just selflessness i i really do why don't you submit it i don't know anybody <laughs> on the nobel committee <laughs> well um, let me give you a little back history about this Novel, novel idea. Okay. So the giving machines are actually part of a larger initiative called Light the World, which is sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it's, 
It's a, an initiative that's an invitation for everyone to follow Jesus Christ by sharing his light during the holidays. So that's kind of the mantra. But um, one of the unique, fun, memorable aspects of it is the giving machines. <clears throat> and they were born in a response to a heartfelt question in Salt Lake City. Can serving others be instant, fun, and memorable? So while pondering that, there was a gentleman who was part of that meeting that went downstairs to the cafeteria, stood in front of a vending machine to buy, purchase some food, and suddenly had this aha moment. Let's vend service. Instant, fun, memorable. So there you are. Do we know who this gentleman was? Has he been He named? is so far unnamed to us. Yeah, we don't <laughs> which, know his name. Which anybody who comes up with this idea is going to say, it's not about me, it's about the idea. So right. of course that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> it would be wonderful to know who was this genius. I'm it, sure someone knows. Because <laughs> oh, it is such a genius idea. It really is. And and I really do. I'm not, this is not hyperbole. I really believe this. I would love to see this as, as at least a nominee for a Peace Prize because this is all about true giving. Yeah. And it's it's anonymous giving, you know, because it doesn't matter. You walk in, you pay your money, somebody benefits. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, but my problem is it only is here two weeks. And, and we talked about this. Um, it's my same issue with food banks. And look, I'm getting ready to donate to the Monster Closet. Uh, over at EA. I've got some clothing. I heard that men's clothing generally doesn't get donated. Oh, I want to cool. donate some. You know, and I'm not saying that it, you, look, it's just Dave. It doesn't matter. Um but I'm thinking about it now cuz it's the holidays. How did you find out about it? Actually, I had somebody on the show who said that men's clothing is donated at a lesser frequency than women's to to EA for the students. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, then I'll I I need to clean out some stuff anyway." They're good clothes. I just got fat, and I can't fit in them anymore. So let's let some. Oh, good for you. Well, good. For you say that. <laughs> My doctor doesn't agree with the getting fat part. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, it's the holidays, and I know having dealt with our neighbor's farm and pantry in St. Vincent de Paul, um, they'll be filled this holiday season. But come June, those shelves are empty, mm-hmm. and that's when people need to really think about donating. That's why I say I'd love if love it if the giving machines were here all year because come June, July, when people aren't thinking giving and aren't in that spirit, they can be reminded, oh, yeah, there are people still in need mm-hmm. here or in another country or across across America, doesn't matter where. You know what? I've got an extra 20 bucks. Let me, let me throw it mm-hmm. in the machine. Well, if you'd like, when we're through talking about the giving machines, uh, we'll mention justserve.org, which is a website put out by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that has myriad of serving opportunities year-round. So well, let's do that okay. when we're through talking about the giving machines. And I'm really impressed with the fact that you use myriad without A in front of it. <laughs> that was that. You're welcome. Thank you. Most people don't get that. It's not a myriad. It's just myriad of. And you did it. Thank you. As somebody who writes for a living, I really, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I do. And I do know that uh, we've got more local organizations that have been joining Just Serve of late. And I'm glad to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I know when I first learned about it about four or five years ago, 
um, we didn't have a ton of locals on there. We had a few, and now I'm starting to see more and more. Right. So very good. So, um, but yes, that's that's my only complaint with the giving machines is that <laughs> it's not here all year long. But we do have it for almost two weeks. You said right? Yes. Uh, and and where does it go? Does it well? What's the path of the machines? I guess let's the start path with that. of our machines um, are from Tucson here to the Gila Valley. And then on to Snowflake for an approximately two weeks in each place. Now, I, I can't speak to Tucson, but certainly the Gila Valley and Snowflake are good, strong LDS communities. Yes. Is is there a concern that it's that the machines are only staying within those LDS communities and that they're not getting out to the wider audience who can be exposed to this, this great concept? I'm pretty sure that the, the placement, it, it, the location machines is more a populous um, consideration than a membership of a church consideration. Or, or does, does a church need to sponsor it? Does a local stake need to sponsor the machines? Well, the, the stakes do contribute uh, right. to the success of the program here locally, um, and that's true wherever, wherever they would be. But, but they are not a sponsor. No, so, so the church speak. itself is a sponsor. Yeah. They just they just assist us with the funds necessary to make this all work. And of course, it does take money right. to to put this in place and to have it happen. I'm I'm assuming the stake then is responsible for what uh, manning it and volunteerism to actually no the so we have a. A giving machines committee locally. Oh, okay. And it has some members of the church, but it has many non-member community members of our committee. As it should. It's been a wonderful experience to get to know them and join in their circle of people. And so really, it, it's not about the stakes. You know, there are three stakes here in the Valley. They are a very small part of the giving machines, actually. Right, right. <clears throat> I agree with that. So similar, not quite, but but in the vein of the ministerial association, where where everybody just comes together and says, "Look, we've got a we've got a good thing to do. Let's do it." Yeah, we've involved the ministerial association and worked closely with them. Have been in one of their meetings, and uh, they're being a great help in this cause. They've gone overboard to support us and and to actually be a very important part of it all. Um, Sherry Brady, uh, she's on our committee, and there are others that uh, have spent hours and hours preparing for these giving machines and being a vital part of this all happening. This is a community thing. This is to draw us all closer together, to to make us feel united in, in a cause, a great cause, the cause of helping others, loving others, and the Spirit of Christ to be willing to do that. I, I love that we're, we're talking about this right now at a time of real uncertainty in the world. I mean, we see what's going on in the Middle East. Um, you know, if there was ever a time to think about putting aside differences and just coming together to support, sure seems like this is— right. Well, and I say that in Eastern Europe as well with Russia and Ukraine— um, yeah, it's not like it's not like everything's right. Rainbows and hugs right now. Isn't it cool that um, Christmas is for me one of the most unique things about it is that the whole world celebrates it. And while not everyone is celebrating 
him right. necessarily. Still, it's his light and his gift that creates that magic that we all love. So it's pretty cool. Do you mind if we give some details about the, yeah. the dates of the machines and everything? Yes. So <clears throat> they will arrive here on um, Saturday, December 2nd. We'll have a launch event that evening at 6 o'clock p.m. right there at the Safford City Hall. Um, got some pretty cool things happening at it. So they will be open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily through the Friday, the 14th of December. So we are pretty happy about that. There will be volunteers um, hosting, so there will be, always be someone there at the machines for those 12 hours a day. And just pretty pretty excited about it. I don't know, Mark, do you want to give a little information about the actual launch event? Yes, our launch event. We're excited again this year um, to have it. And we have a, a number of people that are involved in the community. Um, the very Reverend Devin Gillespie will be the one who will introduce um, the machines and uh, my wife introduced the guests, and uh, then we will have the representatives from the charities, which are Secus, Boys and Girls Club of the Gila Valley, and Angels Closet. And we are grateful for these people here locally and thankful for them being a part of this program and us being able to assist them in every way. And then we have a children's choir that will sing and and then we will hear from Brad Montier, who is the Safford Stake president. He say that, so this is an involvement as far as the stake goes. And then uh, the Children's Choir, Silent Night. And then uh, Sherry Brady actually is offering the benediction. So you missed one of the musical groups, honey. Uh, the Franklin Alvarez and the string group from EAC. Oh, I sure did. Oh, I can't believe I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited about both of them. The children's choir is Ethan McBride's group, and the string string group is just probably top notch, probably the best in the valley. So, even the just the, come for the music, and the public is welcome at the event. It might be a bring your own chair or stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember last year it got uh, rain moved. Didn't get rain canceled. Right. Got rain moved. Yeah. But uh, there were still some folks that braved the rain to to make that donation. Uh, I, I was one of them. We got to go mm -hmm. out right away. Mm -hmm. um, this year, fingers crossed, it'll be at the machines. Yep. It, fingers That's crossed. Tent, tent planned for. <laughs> it's it's so hard to be disappointed when there's rain because we always need right? rain. Such a But it would have been so cool to have it right there. Yep out in the open air and everybody could just line up and start making those donations. Yep. So fingers crossed. Right, right. I think the reason that it wasn't as disappointing as it could have been is because it was new. It was our first and we were kind of like, oh, it doesn't matter. This is yeah. this is what it is and we were pretty excited. So. There, and, there, and Mark will be there this time, right? Will I there. will. Because <laughs> last time I seem to recall somebody might have been feeling a little under the weather. I was very under the weather. <laughs> Look forward to this. Yeah. I interrupted you. I apologize. You were going to say something. Uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say now, so <laughs> let's move ahead. Would you um, like to know a little bit more about 
all of the charities that will be in the machines? Would mm-hmm. that be a good place to go right now? Yes, because I know Vance Bryce was so excited that he bought a goat last year. <laughs> so I, I'm curious if he can buy a goat again he this can year. buy a goat. Okay. He <laughs> so, also donated locally. I want to stress that. Our, yes. Our Chamber of Commerce director did donate locally. <laughs> Thank but you, he, Vance. But he really wanted to buy a excited goat. Excited about the goat. Yeah. I, I know there were many people that were happy to buy goats and chickens and yeah. so forth, but... So uh, globally, we have the American Red Cross and an organization called CARE, which is about addressing global hunger. Uh, Another organization called CWS Global, which is an emergency response fund. Um, IDE Global, which is powering entrepreneurs to end poverty. Pretty creative. Uh, Lifting Hands International, which is aid for refugees. Well, that's a, there's a huge need for that right it's now. Huge. Huge. And listen to this one, Mentors International, lifting generations from poverty to self-reliance and prosperity through mentoring, business and vocational training, and microfinance. That's a pretty innovative thing. And then UNICEF for every child. So those are the global ones. Uh, statewide, we have Water Aid which supports clean water for everyone, everywhere, no matter how rural or remote. And we've got a few spots in Arizona that that really, really struggle. Mark used to be a county supervisor, so I know you talk to the Mojave County guys all the time. All the time, yeah. Dolan Springs is one of those places where water just, sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, um, isn't there a place, I want to say it's, it's North Valley, North, uh, they, they were trucking in water. And oh, they just came up with a, a they solution. They have a solution, yeah. Scottsdale yeah. Yeah. Uh, was the water provider, provider and they, they have come to some conclusion how to help them. And, and that's right next door to a major metropolitan area, and right. there's a whole swath of people that couldn't get water. Right. So, yeah, that's a huge thing. Huge one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Children's Cancer Network. And I'm forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but Camp... Tati Yi. Oh, Tati, yeah. Tati Yi, uh, Arizona Special Needs Summer Camp. Yep. So these are, they are a very diverse group of charities, but we're particularly happy about our three local charities, Angel's Closet, um, Sikas, and the Gila Valley Boys and Girls Club. I, I will say Tati Yi uh, is semi-local because it's through the Lions Club International so if you're supporting that, you are supporting your local Lions Club because they can sponsor special needs uh, individuals to go to the camp. Oh, cool. So, yeah. y- you know, we can make sure that we've got some locals that take advantage of it. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. So it's it's a semi-local one. Very so. good. So um, beginning this be- week, there will be posters around in businesses, banners up on the streets across Maine. All of these will have a QR code on them on them, so that anyone can go to these websites, explore the different donation possibilities. In the machines, the donations are grouped by dollar amounts. You can choose 10, you can choose 250, and anywhere in between. So it's a pretty cool experience to know what you're wanting to do and plan that in advance. Now, my accountant would get mad at me if I didn't ask this. Is this deductible? Are these charitable donations deductible? Yes. 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 Okay. How do I get my receipt for, so, because you have to have it to show the deduction. 
Right. So you you give your um, text place or email place when you make when the you donation donate. with your card at the machine. And then they will send you a receipt. Mm-hmm. There yes. you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And... Uh, now, it was uh, Boys and Girls Club and Seekus. Who's the other local? Angel's Closet. Angel's Closet. I th- I, I know Seekus. I believe Boys and Girls Club also qualify for the state tax credit. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so take advantage. Across the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Angel's Closet is a qualified charitable organization yet. I don't know if they're in the process. We could check on that. We'll check that. on that, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Look, the point is to give. Right. It's not to get. It's to give. But as long as you're giving, if you can get something back from it, a tax credit, a tax donation, go ahead. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're entitled. Right. Yeah. One of the other things we want to uh, focus on and uh, talk about is that 100% of every donation, everything you donate in those machines are given to the participating nonprofit organization to purchase and deliver the donated item. And this, of course, the sponsor is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but and they pay the operating costs. But every single donation you make goes directly to that charity. And interestingly, the charities are accountable within the first six months of the year that they receive them for how the funds are spent. They are allowed 10% for their own administrative expenses, but everything is uh, accounted for, all I, the dollars. I Can I just say I really like that the church is doing that, allowing that 10%, because, look, the folks at Boys and Girls Club and at Seekus, I'm just talking locally, Angel's Closet, they deserve a salary. I mean, just because they're doing great work, right. and they are, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they don't deserve to be able to pay a mortgage and buy food for their kids. You're so right. I'm glad that, that the church recognizes that and says, okay, there's some money for administrative. We understand that. But 90% has to go right. into your programming, your whatever it is you've, you've right. identified. Right. Thank you. I wish, more, I wish more organizations understood that because uh-huh. they just want to give the money for a particular program or, or an right. initiative. Not realizing somebody still has to do it. Right, right. So so if you don't mind, Dave, sure. uh, Mark and I each spent some time last year at the Giving Machines as volunteer hosts, had some pretty tender experiences we'd like to share. Sure. So. Absolutely. One of the, one of the things we observed over the two weeks was a number of grandmothers or grandparents that got a hold of all of their grandchildren all over the country, all over the world, and told them that their gift for Christmas would be they could choose anything they wanted out of those machines to donate to others, and then they would pay for it. And that was really a tender thing, to watch a grandmother stand at that machine. With her little list in her hand. With her list, (laughs) talking to her uh grandchildren and them saying and then the other thing that was so impressive was you know dave there were some things in that machine that were pretty good cost Mm -hmm. you know the donation and that grandmother saying to those grandchildren you choose what you want to donate it doesn't matter the cost 
whatever it is, I will pay for it. And it was really a sweet experience. Those grandkids better be sending cards to Grandma. <laughs> Come on say. now. You better make that phone call on Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the real experience of the giving machine is, is personal and inspiring. And um, this idea of giving as Christ gave, which is instantaneous, spontaneous, without thought of self. So the coolest part for us was the children, of course, because the delight and the light in their faces was pretty fun. One teacher um, brought her fourth grade class on a bus. They had chosen to have a fundraising project and a little field trip and use their funds at the giving machine. So there'll be a little... um, a little video shared on different social medias. If you want to watch some of these things, um, Arizona Giving Machines is the hashtag where you can see some of these things. But that was sweet. Another time we had a, a little family come, a mom and th- her three children. And while they were there, we realized that the cards, the bottom of the machine had filled up. When you make a donation, your card drops, but you don't actually take it out. But it was time to refill the machine. And so this little family... We opened up the machine and let them replace all the cards, and they were so thrilled, so thrilled. It was a pretty cool experience. So very cool, very cool. Um, we've we've got a population here, um, Mark. You know this from your time as a supervisor that uh, really loves to volunteer. Absolutely, we we just do. I, I I'm assuming it's bred into the kids. <laughs> Right from day one. You're born, and by the way, you have to go volunteer sometime. Uh, I'm assuming that people are jumping up at the opportunity to help, whether it's through a donation or let me work the booth. You know, let me let me be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you have a problem with getting support? Or? Absolutely not, no. And uh, we now currently have people who have already volunteered to be um, – Assistance, Assistance. Or, yeah. volunteer hosts, volunteer hosts, hosts at there. the machines. Yeah, that's what we call it. And uh, and w- we will soon have something go online that people can sign up. Yes, to assist in this as a host. So Rhonda Sears is the sub chairman of the volunteer hosts. She has um, uh, an online way for people to sign up. That will be available on November the sixteenth. If you actually, if anyone would really, really wants to serve and choose a time slot, it's about a two-hour time slot. We like to have at least two people. Um, I'm happy to give my phone number. I will send you the link for how to, how to actually sign up. Okay. I'm going to give it one time. All right. Nine two eight nine six five 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 one two. There you go. If you're interested <laughs> in volunteering, and I know there are going to be people that want to. It's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, with the last few minutes we've got, uh, I know the kickoff is one date, but there's going to be something at Mary Main, right? Yes. It, it'll just be a table there with um, representatives from these three chariots and uh, not chariots, excuse me, charities, <laughs> and right. a monitor with a video If they're rolling. in a chariot, yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee they'll make some money. Yeah. I did want to tell you about another aspect of Light the World this year that's um, connected with the giving machines. It's called Fill the Churches. It's actually thrilling to me. We've been working with Sherry Brady and Cord Klontz and the Ministerial Association, but 
the purpose being to fill the churches in our community on Christmas Eve Sunday. So there's going to be some interactions, friend to friend, attending church with each other, congregations inviting congregations on Christmas Eve to fill all the churches. And coming up pretty soon, there will be a list of participating churches with their time of service. And I, I just I feel pretty happy about, about the fill the churches part of it. Just, I mean, imagine a Christmas Eve where um, the churches are filled with people who love him and sharing their services with each other. I cannot wait. Pastor Devin has All Saints Episcopal Church, and we've agreed to attend church with each other, for starters. <laughs> there, there's something really neat about going to a church you don't normally attend right. and experiencing that. Uh, I, I did not grow up Catholic, even though I was from Chicago, not Catholic. But we would we would go to Mass every now and then because one of my aunts was, was Catholic. And it's like, all right, we'll go with you. Went to Russian Orthodox one time. By the way, that's a long service. I want to stress that one. <laughs> Russian Orthodox, be prepared. Bring a snack. That's all I'm saying is bring a snack. Um, but it was, it was interesting. It's fun to go see how different faiths, even though it's all Christianity, uh, celebrate and and their experiences. And it doesn't diminish your faith in any way. It is. It's wonderful. Uh, Father Devin hosts our monthly committee meetings at the All Saints Episcopal Church. And one evening, as we were finished the meeting, and, and he and Cord and Emily Klontz and Mark and I went into his chapel, and he explained all the things he actually sang through part of the devotion of his program it was very moving i'm i'm very excited about worshiping with others in their way on christmas eve yeah and then others going to right you know one of the one of the lds chapels mm -hmm. absolutely I, I yeah i love it what a great idea yep Yep. So, uh, all right. Last, because we're we're we out close? of time. So, uh, let's remind everybody when, where, and what times. All right. Our dates are December second through December the fourteenth. The location is right in front of City Hall in Safford, uh, right underneath the big tree, right there on the corner, and it's a perfect location corner of 8th and Main. 8th and Main, yes. Our launch event happens at 6 p.m. on the 2nd. The public is welcome. We'd love to have you there. That closing song, Silent Night, will be a sing-along as we move from the stage to the machines. To the machines, yes. Perfect. Nona and Mark Harrington with the Giving Machines. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you being here. It was wonderful to chat with you, Dave. Thanks for All the right. time, Dave. Dave.